Well, there we go. Hi, welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners of EWR Digital. And my name is Matthew Bertram, your SEO strategist. Strategist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of the podcast. Uh, we're excited. Our article today, CMO versus SEO, the showdown. Oh, oh wait, no, that's, oh. that's not what it is. It's CMO, obviously, that's chief marketing officer, versus SEO. How to balance SEO and B2B marketing goals. This article is by Alexander Kessler, Patif to you. Before we jump into that article, we want to say some nice words about our sponsor, um, SE Ranking. Yes. They continue to be a fabulous sponsor, continue to provide fabulous tools to our team. Uh, just in short, the tool is really good and it's also inexpensive. Uh, it's a professional tool and it's easy to use. Uh, it has a lot of tools like but each one of the tools in the actual SE ranking platform uh, could be used independently or sold independently. You get the benefits of all of them together. And by the way, you might not have heard about SE ranking, but it has a lot of industry awards and a superb user rating. We use it. You should go try it out. You want to talk a little bit about SE ranking and then I'll tell well, you how I, to get Well, I would it. just say that, that most digital marketers, most SEOs have their go-to tool. Yep. Right. And there's other tools that have been a sponsor in the past of our podcast that uh, are very well known. And what I would just say is SE ranking, at least for us, is up there with other tools and actually has exceeded it. And it is our now go to tool. OK, so you every SEO out there has a go to tool and maybe they're on a, a subscription for You're something right. else. Right. I would say try this out. And when your subscription starts running out, um, I don't know. I would just tell you, we've we've started to move over to SE ranking. We're using a few other tools, but this is our primary tool. And we've been adding seats to more and more people on the team. And I would really encourage you to go use it. Their content tool out there is the, the big new one that they're pushing. Um, based AI on, content. Yeah, ba based on your different tier, you get more... Uh, AI content that that helps you with the writing of the tool as well as find topics and keywords. And so you should check that out. I think with a lot of these tools, th there's so much that you can do with all of them and you need to figure out what, what you like the best. But my big point is everybody has their go-to tool, especially SEOs. And my go-to tool is SE Ranking now. SE Ranking. Uh, it's mine too, actually. Uh, what you can do to get a 30-day free trial instead of the standard 14 is you can go to bestseopodcast.com forward slash SE Ranking and just click. Yeah, it'll, it'll direct you to their site. You yeah. can see our uh, podcast logo and just sign up there. Yeah, so Patif to SE Ranking. Yeah, go boom. check them out. Uh, let's jump into this article. Right, um, let's do it. It's a good article if I can move it around here. By the way, if I if I seem a little out of sorts, I do feel slightly under the weather. Like I'm not sick. You have long COVID. But I feel like yeah, there we go. I feel like yeah. I have you know you have long COVID. If that were true, then I would go, well, that makes perfect sense. Cause that's just how I just feel like a little rundown and 
then sleeping a little later in the morning and mm. less inclined. Like I'm actually my my dentist and a good friend of ours is having his 10 year anniversary tonight. Oh, and okay. uh, I don't I don't know if I'm going to go like I would normally go. Yeah. But. No, you were you were saying that we had a bunch of team members in town last week. Yep. And, you know, you were you were a little um, no, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I want to spread the germs around. We so. had, it was fun. The, yeah, the, the team is a lot of fun. They actually got me hooked. Well, we'll talk about this in uh, formerly known as the green room. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's let's jump into this article again by Alexander Kessler. Uh, you know, despite the benefits of aligning strategies, marketing and SEO managers don't always have the same goals when it comes to promoting content from what I have observed with clients and partners. So you look at an SEO and they're focused on just their own KPIs. You look at a CMO, again, chief marketing officer, they're focused on really kind of brand awareness, demand generation, those kinds of things. And they're not necessarily aligned. And this article is for, now we're gonna talk about actually four step strategies to balance SEO and B2B marketing goals. Well, so I would just say that it is absolutely true that if it's a small business owner or it's an enterprise account, the KPIs that it is keyword ranking. And yep. a lot of what we're training our account managers as well as our team is we're not being hired to rank them in Google. They, they sometimes the, 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 the customers think that, right? Like in their mind, like I need you guys to get me rank. But if you really look at it, if you really look at it, they're asking you to get them more business. Yep. They're asking you to get them more leads. And so when people say, hey, I just need to get you to rank, if we get them just to rank and we get them the wrong kind of leads or they're not converting sales or whatever, we've had to step more and more into that sales process. The Like we start setting up call tracking, call rail, start looking at what your people are saying. Okay, if we're running an offer, you got to get back to people in a certain amount of time. So that there's all right. We got kicked. We're back. We're back. We got kicked out. <laughs> we got kicked out of somebody our, in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is set up a little bit differently, but but essentially what we were saying is that small business owners, um, as well as uh, enterprise accounts, when they hire an SEO company, they're really hiring you to get more leads. They're yep. hiring you to get more business. And we have to step more and more into that process. It's not just the rankings. We got to make sure the keywords are right. We got to make sure people are following up the leads appropriately. Right. So if it's an inbound call, you're running an offer, you got to get back to them quickly. Um, it like we found a lot with like phone service has been been really the big issue. And we do do provide consulting there and uh, setting up things like call rail or something like that are really interesting for accounts to see how their people are answering. So a lot of the KPIs bottom line is what I think this article is really going for is that CMOs are looking at the total experience. Right. And SEOs are looking at their KPIs. And a lot of time the KPIs for the SEO is relying upon the rest of the marketing company or the rest of the company that's being hired. And so it's it's this really like interesting balance between, okay, I need to do what I need to do, but ultimately I'm getting paid for the end result. Yep. And I might not have control over that. So how do you balance those things? And that's, that's really what this article is about. So, so, I, so if I'm reading between the lines here, 
often we get involved in a project and our, our, our task as assigned by the customer is get us good ranking. And then we actually have to put on our CMO hat for the customer to say, okay, we got the ranking and we know that you're getting form submissions. We know that you're getting phone calls. We know this is all happening. Um, now we've got to get involved at the, at the marketing level, at the, at the branding level to make sure that the experience is working for the customer. All right, Chris, you keep talking. I'm going to go check and make sure we're actually live. Okay. There. Yeah. Go, go make sure that we are live. All right. So now we're going to talk about four step strategy to balance SEO and B2B marketing goals. Um, and number one is create a brand and style guide with SEO in mind. So to ensure SEO and marketing strategies are completely aligned, it is important for brand and style guides to consider SEO. And this is as opposed to having SEO being an afterthought, it should be a key component in the marketing process. We got a thumbs up. We got a thumbs up. All right. Um, so to maintain an amicable tug of war between CMO and SEO goals, it is also important for the marketing strategy to allow keywords that rank well but bend grammatical rules or not use the C-suite's preferred language. And I love this example. He says, so top of funnel, that's top space of space funnel as an adjective, it ranks better for SEO than the grammatically correct top dash of dash funnel. So there are some situations where the C-suite might be saying, hey, the grammar has to be absolutely perfect. And other situations where the SEO is like, Look, I need to break some grammar rules to actually rank well. Yeah, sorry. Hopefully, I didn't distract everybody too, too much. No. But no, what no. I would tell you is I know. <laughs> that that's a big that's a big thing yep. okay is in and certainly clients too like there's a balance with if you're talking about small business clients as well is does this keyword right like or we're trying to rank for how people search, right? Yep. So service slash Houston, Texas, Yep. right? SEOs have a tendency to put that in there where it's not even readable. It doesn't yep. even sound yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, when you're writing content and you're producing content and you're like this target keyword, how do you incorporate that keyword? Like no one talks like that. Yep. And and that's something that, that CMOs yep. will say, oh, okay, like we're not putting this out, right? Right. And so, so also what I would tell you as uh, uh, from what I've seen is, uh, if you're dealing with that, that specific situation, put the keyword at the front of whatever the target service is, uh, Houston blank service, and it ranks actually pretty well yeah. or just as well. And you, you want to use like LSI, different different types of combinations of that keyword. You don't want to just hit that keyword over and over again, especially if it doesn't read well and it's not grammarly correct. I believe Google's starting to knock that. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't have... I, I can't point to an algorithm update where they said that they're doing that, but I do believe that they're doing that because it affects the readability of it. So there's a way um, algorithmically to to dampen the effect of people that are doing that or like keyword uh, density, yep. keyword stuffing, right? That that word in there. And that is something that a couple of years ago we were having some conversations with our SEOs about and with clients, and we just moved away from that completely. So that's that that's not a best practice of ours is yep. to jam that keyword in there. And and I believe that this is really what that section is talking about. Yep. So. All right. So here are some tips that you should include in your brand and style guides. 
suggested and prohibited SEO keyword lists so that managers, new hires, and freelancers can consult the guide easily to avoid ranking for keywords deemed irrelevant. Like your competitor. Well, maybe you want to rank for that. Yeah. Right? So, so you got to think about this list. Yeah. Right? You could say like no competitors or yes competitors. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's up to you. A list of branded terms that can't be adjusted for SEO. So the CMO and the marketing team don't see their strategy impacted by keywords and branded terms that have been tweaked to rank better for SEO. I've right? seen that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And we, we've even had like Patif, like we've talked about that and, and how that could be branded. And you might want to change that because, you know, the meaning of it is a good thing. And you actually want to brand something that nobody else has ever used in that context before. So it's a, well, it's, that, it's that a opens branding up a whole other conversation, like where you're built, you're building basically inbound marketing for HubSpot yep. or ESS 60 yep. or, my vital seat. Yep. So I would tell you also related to this brand guides are, are something that um, you have to do. Yes. So we just brought on a publicly traded um, enterprise brand and they didn't have a brand guide. And then we also had a brand guide where we were doing paid media and they switched the brand and we're like, Hey, hey, hey we need a new brand guide to make sure that this is on brand. And a lot of small businesses don't have brand guides. Yeah. It's and a, it's a nice to have for a small business, not a need to have until you hire a company that's going to help you grow. Well, if if you're trying to put together ads efficiently or if you're trying to keep on brand to build a brand, you need to have a reference point <clears throat> if you're bringing people in. Yep. Uh, agency, freelancers, new people on the team. So while I maybe thought in the past, maybe like five years ago or something like that, a brand guide is a nice to have it's actually saves you time in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, like it, it saves you time in the long run. And I think to your point, if you're looking to grow and you want to do it right, you have to have a good foundation. Um, even you want to have defined job roles. Yeah. Right. Like think about this. If, if you're a, a business or a department manager out there, think about, do your people know exactly what they're accountable for and what they need to focus on? And do you have a defined job role that they can reference and go, is this accurate? Yeah. That's what a brand guide is, is to say, here's what our brand is. And I would even extend that to a mood board. And a lot of times with these articles, you want to put uh, unique articles in there yeah. that are custom art that reflect your brand. Yeah. Well, you need a brand guide to do that. So I, I think a brand guide is super important. Yep. And the last kind of feature to blend the two or, or to include SEO in it is key content topics. Define key topics in the guide to advance brand awareness and rake for SEO. Implementing this in the guide makes the content strategy definitive and provides expectations like you were just talking about for SEO managers to plan their long-term strategy. So yeah, I would say like content clustering, super important if you wanna own a specific area and also creating that content early before anyone else, you can start building your uh, authority in that space. Yep. and and you really have to produce content consistently and you need to own that space and they all need to be linked together. And so content clustering is what I think the, the buzzword is. And well, and I think, uh, I think that that's helpful in this guide to tell people well, what we're trying to do, right? You define the key topic. And then when you're having the kind of off, uh, off brand guide conversation with the SEO team, like, Hey, we've defined that this is the topic we want to go after. How do we cluster around that? What's yeah. the topic oh, yeah. cluster that we put around it? Oh, for that's, sure. That's that secondary piece. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a, I want to do some training on, on 
uh, how to select content topics because a lot of times you need stuff for people also ask uh, oh, yeah. in GNB. Like there's there's content is so important. Content GBP. <laughs> yeah. Here's a, here's a nickel, right? Like so I would say that content is the train that drives SEO forward. Yep. And so if you're not thinking about content and you're just looking at optimizing content, you know, you, you you might be able to rank better for whatever it is, but you're not moving anywhere. And also I would tell you too, optimizing bad content is a horrible strategy oh, as well. Yeah. Like if the content's already bad, it may be worth it to rewrite it and there's some best practices around that, but not in the scope of this article. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Number two, optimize each content asset for SEO and marketing goals. Ideally, all content should rank for SEO. That makes sense. Planning each piece of content beforehand with a marketing or SEO focus helps to determine the KPIs for each asset, as well as guide the production and promotion of content to meet these goals effectively. Give me an example. What are, I'm giving you an example of optimize each content asset for SEO and marketing. Um, what is a good example of that? So are we talking about optimizing the images? Are we talking well, I think about you, what, what, so, what so do you think a, he's speaking about? You've got a couple of things. So, so if you have SEO focused content, right, which isn't really about brand messaging, about kind of sharing the culture of the company, then that's going to have a particular KPI. KPI is going to be rank and then it rank, right? rank position. Then the next is going to be if you uh, are, are doing more of marketing, if you're doing more of the brand side of stuff, what's the KPI? And we'll get into more like what you can do to determine KPIs for the branding that's later in this article. Um, but the KPI for the SEO focused article is pretty, pretty But you, you should you should have KPIs. But also I would I would say one of our rules of thumb is every piece of content needs to have a target keyword and an understanding of like what that target goal or KPI is. Uh, to understand how it fits in, right? <clears throat> if you're adding content to a website or you're building something out, you got to understand how it fits in. And you got to also understand what that, that target keyword is. And I would say that if you're project managing something and there's multiple pieces, if you're in-house, if you're uh, trying to build your company, you, you got, you got to know, you, again, the brand guide, everything fits together of being able to give the direction to your team on how to do it effectively, like yep. the project management component of it. And it's important for people to be measured to understand if they're doing a good job or not. The target should be to create content that advances brand awareness while also ranking for popular queries, right? Like that's, yes. that's the ultimate target. I would agree. All right. Number three, survey your audience. Did we just, drop Oh my off gosh. There? Like this, this, is, I don't know what is going on right now. It's like, all right, we're back. If yeah. you were watching that, hello, you should subscribe and then <laughs> click the notification bell. Um, if you weren't watching, you never noticed that we were gone. Uh, survey your audience to measure the impact of SEO and marketing. So surveying your audience to assess if marketing goals are being met with content, um, as well as the impact of SEO on marketing strategies. So let's kind of dig into this a little bit deeper. Ask questions about the values your audience associates with your brand as well as the top keywords that come to mind, because maybe the values that they associate with your brand are not what your what your CMO is intending, right? Or maybe the keywords that are showing up are not, or, or, or the keywords that customers associate with you are not the keywords you wanna be targeting. That gives you the opportunity to reevaluate, right? 
So if the survey results points to values or keywords that are SEO driven, yet don't meet marketing expectation, then it's important to adjust the SEO focused content to deliver the intended brand messaging. Make sense? Yeah, I mean, I haven't used surveys in that way, like a ton. Like we do, we do surveys with with clients, and we do internal surveys of how things are going. So I haven't, I haven't really used surveys in that way, but it does make sense. Well, I think it's it's this is really enterprise level, right? So we tend to get involved on the enterprise level SEO, and not as much on hey, the CMO has defined what the brand is supposed to mean, what values the audience is supposed to associate with the brand. And so we don't get pulled into that conversation well, as much yet. Well, I would tell you that on the paid side, right? Well, you can run a, a YouTube survey. You know, you got to yeah. spend like 20 grand or something like that. But we've run a couple of YouTube surveys uh, asking people about like a recall, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, so those type of questions. Yeah, I would say that this is really more maybe internally what what's going on. But I, I, I guess we just haven't done a ton of surveys with audiences. So um, we can really see that, though, with the analytics, if, if things are responding well or or something like that. But I but I do think that that's something that a lot of businesses are doing. And I've been on cross-functional teams where that's the first thing to do. They come in, they do a survey, they, they assess things. I just do it differently through through paid media, but but I I see it has value. Certainly, A/B testing in this article, it's talking about A/B testing stuff. That's something we do. So and and really to do surveys at whatever level can provide plenty of intel to guide future content creation for your writers. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, so number four again, this is kind of a guide to blending SEO and B two B marketing create a content calendar and hold regular meetings between marketing and SEO managers. So after assessing how your audience views your brand, it is time to create a content calendar to address possible unintended brand associations the public has made all while meeting the SEO goals. Chris, can you give me an example of a brand that had an unintended consequence or a connection? Oh, there are, there are, I'm sure there's a lot out there. I, I think if you look at, and nothing pops to mind, Right. Well, I would say recently um, people dropping Kanye, right? Where where Kanye He's gonna run for vice president, is he? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I, I don't <laughs> I know. know. I right. But he ran for president, didn't he? Like last time? Maybe. Was he a I think so. Yeah. I think he was. So I think there's a situation where you've got this kind of brand representative. This is a CMO level decision that Kanye West is going to help us put forth push forth our brand. And then all of a sudden he comes out and says a whole bunch of anti-Semitic things. And you're like, Ooh, that's not on brand. He's fired. Right. Like that's an example of, of where it's an unintended representation of the brand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, well, you know, to kind of bring a lightning rod up, uh, Elon Musk with Twitter right now, there, there's a lot of people, uh, beating up on him. I, I actually, think he's got this like master plan to do what PayPal was originally meant to do. Um, right. The, the focus. Yeah. Like, like a payment system. Yep. Okay. I, I, I think I, I, I watched the interview and I, I go on, I'm going off. Let's, on a let's save this to the, for the, okay. Uh, I'll save yeah. my tangents. So the, I don't right. know what we said earlier, but this will be Musk. will be able to remember. Um, all right. So, Oh, so, so hold regular meetings between the marketing and SEO managers to discuss the metrics and impressions of the campaign as it's going. 
uh, social listening tools can assess the yes. impact of the content yes. and make adjustments as you go. All right. All right. So now we're getting in to get into four best practices to maintain common ground between CMO and SEO needs. So four best practices. One, onboard writers with marketing and SEO do's and don'ts. This kind of sounds like part of the brand guide. Um, it is important to create an onboarding a, guide. Yeah, SOP, right? Standard operating procedure. It is important to create an onboarding guide for writers that covers SEO do's and don'ts alongside traditional training resources. Oh, content brief, sorry. Right, <laughs> yeah. So typically a new writer will not be familiar with the minutia of the brand. He goes into lots of stuff, like what's the boilerplate language? What a product description. This will all provide guidance for them to meet both marketing and SEO goals. Uh, that's onboarding writers with marketing and SEO do's and don'ts. Yeah. The next is utilize social listening. So combined with the survey feedback, this will help you make critical adjustments. Um, an approach for this is to search for your brand name and products on forums and social media channels manually, gaining insights from the way your audience comments on your solutions to evaluate if the discourse is aligned with your intended messaging and current SEO priorities. So I guess, you know, when we talk about surveys and I know a, a lot of companies still do surveys, it's just kind of like you can go see in the data and these listening tools, what's going on. Yeah. Right. You can post an ad and you can see how people respond to it. Um, at volume, right? At, like if, like if you, if you only have like a couple thousand visitors, they're that's not the, commenting, yeah, right? Yeah, but no, when no, you get fair. to the right volume, like well, there's going to be inter, If you're yeah. an enterprise level brand, like all yeah. the data is out there, yeah. like you could go spend a lot of money on surveys and a lot of people do before they get started of a product launch and positioning and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of that stuff's in the data or you find a similar product and you can really dig into it to figure out at least a baseline and a starting point to get started. And then you just iterate based on the data. I don't know. That's my opinion of it. So, well, I, I, I think that makes perfect sense. All right. So next, develop a detailed content strategy. Uh, let us kind of reiterate: have a content calendar. I think we yes, say content calendar regular, content regular, calendar. regular, like have a content calendar. Yeah. An example: start by defining an innovative thought leadership piece. So again, Ooh. this is more of the branding. This is more of maybe a cutting edge idea okay. that's outside of the norm link this out to supplementary videos, short blog posts, and podcast episodes. And sometimes you may need to make those blog posts, those videos, and those podcasts. So that Repurpose that, that content. Oh, yeah. All right. Repurpose that content. This strategy combined with a consistent publishing cadence for your editorial calendar will ensure that campaigns meet intended marketing and SEO outcomes. Yeah. If done successfully, this will build long-term demand generation for your business. Does long-term demand generation sound like something you would like? I can tell you that if I look at a business that utilizes SEO to grow as like their core foundational strategy, and I look at businesses that don't, if you look at them in like a year, two years, always the businesses that leverage SEO are winning. Yeah. Are ahead of the game. I mean, it, it's just, it's like Christmas. Like you just don't know all the intended consequences or positive consequences of, of doing SEO and the PR associated with it and the long-term brand generation and the brand building. Like SEO started about, I think a year or two ago, 
you know, I wrote a, I wrote a book. I saw branding and, and SEO merging like a long time ago. Build but, your brand mania. Yes. It's right yes. there in front of us. But I, I can tell you more than anything else that people about two years ago were like, SEO is branding. Yeah. Like I never, like there was right. branding and there was SEO. I think in the future, okay, like in the future, SEO is just going to be synonymous with marketing yeah. and everything's going to be done from a SEO focused mentality, yep. but there might, there might be a subject matter expert, but I think that information will be disseminated out through everything and just understanding how to communicate with the search engines, how to understand search, all that sort of thing. Yep. So. All right. Here's step four of best practices to maintain common ground between CMO and SEO needs establish joint paid media and social media strategies yeah. and goals. Bridge the gap between the CMO and SEO by building upon both focuses with complementary paid media and social media goals and strategy. The more developed your content strategy and calendar, calendar mentioned again, uh, the better in interlinked your content will be, facilitating your ability to craft omni-channel campaigns that deliver on all KPIs. That's a that's kind of a great summary, but I, I, I like I, it. I what, more, what, what is uh, what is the summary here? The summary is meeting the demands of both the CMO and SEO manager requires a mindful approach that balances ranking and search engine result pages with promoting positive brand awareness by considering content marketing and SEO as two sides of the same coin. You can better align content creation to feed into each other build an overall positive brand experience for your audience and therefore leverage the full potential of your marketing efforts to drive demand. Patif Alexander Kessler. Chris, I just like hearing you read. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our article. Again, CMO versus SEO, how to balance SEO and B2B marketing goals. Uh, Patif to you, Alexander. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Uh, hopefully you appreciate us kind of developing this content, adding to it for you. Uh, if you do, we'd ask you to do just a couple of things. You can connect with us on youtube.com forward slash best SEO podcast, uh, instagram.com forward slash the best SEO podcast. And finally on tiktok.com forward slash at best SEO podcast. There are all of those now you're actually going to find uh, shorter videos, of course, short form videos are all the rage. We're on top of that, where you can get tips and tricks for your SEO, for your marketing in general. Uh, maybe your CMO needs to tune into these and uh, and you can get value. So make sure you subscribe and follow on all of those platforms. Yeah. And if you need uh, a consultation, if you go to bestseopodcast.com, uh, we have uh, a paid consultation. It says free consultation. Oh, that well, I don't. Is it? Does is it, it say free? Oh no, that's EWR Digital. My bad. <laughs> I, we have a paid consult um, where if you have a particular burning need and you want a question answered to it, and you can either submit in your question and we can try to answer it on the podcast, uh, or if you want a one-on-one -on -one session, um, we're doing one-on-one -on -one sessions. I will probably not be doing one-on-one -on -one sessions after uh, the new year. After the new year, um, and so I would just encourage you if you uh, want to get some consulting. We, we also do have a fantastic team. It continues to grow. Uh, we have some really experienced experts, but if you want to talk to to me directly, um, I would go ahead and go to Best SEO and sign up for one of our profit plans. 
uh, or our paid consulting one-on-one. I think it says one-on-one. One-on-one consul- yeah. consultations. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we look forward to talking to you. I'd love, love to connect with you. I love uh, and enjoy connecting with everybody on the team. I had a couple people that met through um, uh, Profit Plans, still still in touch with, messaged me today. So it was great. Yeah, that's yep. very cool. Yeah. Hey, and if you would like to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, go to EWR digital for increased revenue in your business. Uh, once you are at EWRdigital.com, go ahead and click in this case, it's the free consultation button uh, and you can schedule your time. Like Matt said, Matt's not going to get assigned to those going into the new year. So yeah. go ahead and, and take advantage of that. There's a, a, a reasonable likelihood that you can uh, get Matt on the phone and help you with, um, well, he's just going to deliver value as, as you can tell. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, anything else to wrap up? Have we, have we covered? I, I, I'm excited to get into the green room to talk about some few, few, few things. The bobbles heads say, yes, we are done. Uh, my name is until the next podcast. My name is Chris Burris. My name is Matt Bertram. Bye-bye, Bye-bye for now. now.